Hey everybody, welcome to the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting for 30 years. This week, we're going to talk about how you can get into the hobby for less than a hundred bucks. So let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, I've been called out, I've been called a snob, and I've been accused of positioning metal detecting as a hobby only for the rich. Well, not really, but Dan otherwise known as Dan's the Night Away on WhatsApp. Yes, you can ping me on WhatsApp if you can figure it out. But Dan asked me why I didn't include Dr. Otec metal detectors in my best metal detectors for beginners episode a while ago. And I told Dan, and I'll tell you at the end of this episode, why I didn't include Dr. Otec metal detectors in that list. So stay till the end of the episode to see why. But yeah, myself and Dan had a great conversation and came up with the idea to do a show on how to get into metal detecting for less than 100 bucks. So here we are. So there are many types of metal detecting to get into. But I'm going to break it down into three types. Hunting for history. Hunting just for metal. And then hunting for monetary gain. So if you look at your type of metal detecting, I'm sure it will fall into one of those categories. So let's get started. And I'm going to start with how I got into the hobby, because I got into the hobby 30 years ago in the 80s when everyone is broke and buying a metal detector wasn't an option for me back then. So how did I get into the hobby? So I got into the hobby for a love of history. And back then it wasn't really called metal detecting. It was called treasure hunting. And in fact, the first book I got out from the library spent the first few chapters explaining how to treasure hunt without a metal detector. And it's no different today. Now, that was a great book, but after a few chapters, it did start to say, start saving up all your spendables for a metal detector. So ultimately, the goal was to get to a metal detector. And we're kind of going to do that same journey here. So first, I'm going to start with how to get into metal detecting without spending any money at all. Did you know that you already have an inbuilt metal detector? In fact, you have two of them, your eyes. And that's how I got into metal detecting first. I got into treasure hunting first by using just my eyes and focusing on eyes-only finds, much like mudlarking today. And that's my first bit of advice. Mudlarking is the easiest gateway into metal detecting as a hobby. If you have a river or a beach anywhere near you, feel free to walk the shore of that beach or that river with your eyes down and your ass up looking for old or ancient artifacts. And that's how I started. If I couldn't get to a river, I used to look around my vicinity where I grew up in the Midlands in Ireland. So no beaches around me then. But I used to look for privy pits or old trash sites. And where I grew up was a very old army base and all the houses were over 200 years old. So there was quite a number of privy pits around and you could find them digging in nettles, looking for privy pits. And I found all types of stuff to keep me interested in the hobby because my hobby at the time was related to the historic aspect of the hobby. There was nothing about going out looking for coins or monetary gain or anything like that. So that's the first step you need to do when you're getting into the hobby is to go out mudlarking or go looking for bottle dumps or privy pits. One step up from that then 
something which wasn't around when I was getting into the hobby is something called magnet fishing. I have covered it in a few episodes previously. And to get into magnet fishing, the barrier to entry is approximately 50 to 75 bucks. You can get a nice magnet and rope set up on Amazon for that amount of money. And that'll get you started in the hobby of metal detecting. Because remember, a magnet detects metal. So that's the second step on the journey to getting into the hobby for less than 100 bucks. And that's to start magnet fishing off bridges, off piers. You know how to do it. You see it on the edges of canals. And that's how you do it. You chuck your rope out, you pull in. And if you're lucky, you'll pick up some ferrous targets. So that's one thing to point out. Magnet fishing only relates to ferrous targets generally. So that's the second step in your journey to metal detecting for under 100 bucks. So you've done some mudlarking, you've done some bottle digging, and now you've done some magnet fishing. And I'd advise while you're doing all that, you're either saving up or keeping your spendables that you find separate for the day when you can afford to buy a metal detector. And we're going to get into that right now. How can you get into metal detecting for under 100 bucks? My first port of call in advising on this is go secondhand. Get on eBay, get on the forums. You are bound to find somebody selling their old detecting gear for 100 bucks or less. That's my first step. If you don't fancy buying secondhand, then there's always AliExpress as a first port of call. I can easily go on AliExpress and find 50 to 60 different models of metal detector, metal detector for under 50 bucks. In fact, there are several models there for around 40 bucks free shipping, but you get what you pay for. You're essentially getting what I would call an analog VDI detector. It's a metal detector that detects in all mode, has no discrimination, but it's enough to get you started. If budget is tight, go looking on AliExpress for an off-brand metal detector. And if 100 bucks is your budget, you will find several models in AliExpress well beneath that budget. But remember, you get what you pay for, and if you're willing to work with that, then that's fine too. One step up from AliExpress, and I have to call it out, is a Dr. O-Tech metal detector. Now, the cheapest one they have for an adult getting into the hobby is approximately $119. And that's the MTXE. And you can't go wrong with that detector. It's a perfectly fine metal detector to start out with. But again, you need to understand that there's limitations with buying a metal detector at that level. And it's not snobbery or brand loyalty. I want to set you up for success. And that's why I generally recommend a brand detector. And what I mean by a brand detector is an actual brand that sells metal detectors solely. So by selecting a brand detector, and I'm not talking about MineLab only, I'm talking about all the specific brands. Why I always recommend a branded detector is because I'm trying to set you up for success and metal detecting is ultimately about playing the odds. And I want to recommend a detector that will pitch those odds in your favor, especially on the first three to four hunts. And that way, if you have a good time on those first three to four hunts, you're going to stick with the hobby. And if you stick with the hobby, you're going to want to upgrade your metal detector. If you happen to get lucky with your Dr. O-Tech detector and 
you have a great time the first three to four hunts. That's fine. You can stick with that detector. That's great. There's no judgment on that at all. However, you're in the odds game too, and you want to make sure that you have the best odds or best opportunity for finding what's in the ground. And once you get into the hobby, you are going to sell on that Dr. Otech detector. You are going to lose money in it because you are going to either upgrade to something a little bit more advanced down the road. And that's why I generally don't recommend Dr. Otech detectors. They're a great first step, but if you like the hobby, you're going to be immediately upgrading it after a few months and ultimately buy cheap, buy twice. I also have personal experience with Dr. Otechs. I have a friend who bought two, one for him and one for his son. They both behaved totally differently on the same targets. So much so that my buddy sent one back to the manufacturer to be repaired, only for it to be sent back and it still did the exact same thing. So he never knew which was right, which was wrong. He never knew when he was digging a hole what was the potential for a good find in the ground. Ultimately, he got rid of both detectors in favour of a branded metal detector. And with my metal detectorist eye looking on his situation, I could see that there was a very slow discrimination and erratic ground balancing happening with the Dr. Otech detectors. And I'm not in the business of recommending something that I know is not setting you up for success down the road. So it's not just about features as well. It's about the company behind the detector. And generally, let's just take MindLab, for example. They're probably the biggest selling metal detector brand in the world right now. They're known, or they were known in the past, for having some of the best customer service in the hobby. And because of that, people flocked to that brand. Now, MindLab was taken over by Kodan. I can't exactly say that they have the exact same level of customer service. But if you look at what happened with the Equinox, when I had issues with the cuff, issues with the waterproofing, issues with the coil ears, MindLab replaced every one of those detectors. They looked after the customers. And ultimately, at the end of the day, MindLab demonstrated good customer service in looking after the customers there when there was a defect. You can't guarantee that with an off-brand metal detector. So what would I do for less than 100 bucks? Like I said, I would go secondhand. First and foremost, I would get on the forums, I would get on eBay, and I would sniff out a deal looking for a metal detector of one of the known brands. If you don't know what the known brands are, you just have to go to any of the main metal detector dealers globally. You've got Kelly Co., You've got Crawfords, you've got Joan Allens, you've got Big Boy Toys. There's loads of them. And any dealer that is dealing in selling metal detectors will have reputable brands available for you to buy. They're not going to sell you something that is going to destroy their business. So you need to remember that. Go look at those partner or reseller sites and see what's available in your budget. These partner or reseller sites even sell used or ex-demo models. So think about that. So I've stressed buy secondhand over and over again. But if buying secondhand is not your thing, there are many models out there from reputable brands that fit within that budget or close to that budget. You've got MindLab's Go Find series. You've got the Quest X5, which is about 140 bucks. 
You've got Garrett Ace 200, which is around 179 bucks. I know they're over the $100 or €100 limit. However, I would always recommend go for one of these first. Fisher, Tesoro, Technetic, C-Scope are all great brands. In fact, if you look on eBay right now, there are several C-Scope metal detectors up for sale on eBay for less than a hundred bucks and all would be perfectly fine to get you started in the hobby. The type of detector you pick is determined by where you want to hunt. Don't pick a beach detector if you live in the Midlands. Don't pick a detector that's notoriously bad for beaches if you're only going to detect beaches. It makes total sense. And unfortunately, if you want to hunt beaches, no detector under a hundred bucks is going to get you out unless you get a really good deal secondhand. So if it's history you're looking for, start by mudlarking. If it's just you want to do some level of metal detecting, start by magnet fishing. And if you want to actually get into using a metal detector by secondhand, this is not meant to be a negative video about Dr. Otex or about any off-brand metal detector. It really isn't. It's just about setting you up for success. I can't sit here and recommend a sub 100 detector because I believe you won't enjoy the hobby to its fullest with a sub 100 detector simply because you won't be setting yourself up for success. And I can't advocate for that. So I'm advocating for getting into the hobby the right way. And I'm not saying that means buying a branded metal detector. And I'm not, I'm not hating on Dr. Otech. Dr. Otech makes some great accessories. However, I'm not going to stake my reputation on advising beginners when they're getting into the hobby to buy a Dr. Otech detector. And if you want to use an off-brand metal detector, go for it. I'm actually more than happy and delighted to see people hunting with off-brand detectors. There's no judgment. And as long as people are out there hunting, I'm absolutely delighted to see people hunting. I don't care. You could have a, a paper plate on the end of a stick. If you think that that's going to help you find the finds, then go for it. Absolutely enjoy the hobby. As long as you're enjoying the hobby, I don't care what you're using. So I'm just glad to see people out there hunting, be it with a magnet, with a Dr. Otech, with a Mine Lab, with a Garrett, with a Fisher, with a White's, with a Seat Scope, with a Tesoro, with a Technetic, with a Quest, with an XP. Can I name any more? And if you're one of those people who only hunt with Mine Lab or only hunt with certain brands and you're looking down on somebody with a Dr. Otech or an off brand metal detector, shame on you. I feel sad for you. Anyways, guys. That's it. Bit of a rant, bit of a rambly one this week. But that's it for this week. I hope you like this episode. Get out there. Eyes down. Good luck. And remember, it's luck at the end of the day. And happy hunting. <laughs>